Special edition Brian Sussman Show podcast, Faith, Family, Freedom. Thanks for joining me. I'm Brian Sussman. Special edition, I have an interview you're going to hear in just a few minutes. It is a jaw dropper. This is a 28-year-old woman on the ground in Ukraine. And she discusses what's happening with her people. She's a Christian woman. She works with an organization called Youth with a Mission. And they're not leaving. They're not leaving. They're staying. They're staying to fight. And in the case of the Christians, they're staying to to serve with the gospel of Jesus. They're staying to serve to help people find a meal. There's no food on the shelves in any of the stores. It's, It's chaos. I honestly never thought it would come to this. I've had some past podcasts where I've talked about, you know, my early on thoughts. I thought this was a bunch of saber rattling. I really didn't think it would come to this. And I still believe to this day, if Donald Trump was president of the United States, this would not have happened. He would have found a way to get Vladimir to the negotiation table. But that never happened with this current administration. Vladimir Putin has been offended, deeply offended. And now he's murdering people. It's, it's no different than what you find in the Bible. In the very first chapters of the Bible, the very first family, you have Adam and Eve and their first children, Cain and Abel. And Cain gets hacked off at Abel and kills him. There's unforgiveness in his heart. He goes for revenge. Unforgiveness left, unf- just left to itself, left to its own devices, allowed to fester and brew become more and more ugly and consume a person, it leads to murder. The criminal cases are, are the, the criminal journals are filled with such cases. I believe that's what we're seeing with Vladimir Putin. He's ticked off on another, a number of levels. He really and truly believes Russia is his. Excuse me, he really and truly believes Ukraine is his. And he's going for broke. I really thought all the saber rattling in the West here in the United States was due to the fact that Biden's polling numbers are in the dumper and he needed a lift. And we're getting into the midterms and the Democrat Party needs some help. It doesn't matter for Republican president or Democrat president. It doesn't matter. Oftentimes, talk of war makes a president look tough and it boosts the poll numbers. We like a tough president. Well, this was not saber-rattling. This was not a ploy. This is for real. It's happening right now. People are getting killed. I don't know if this guy is going to stop with just Ukraine. And I don't know how he's going to be stopped, quite frankly. But it's a mess. You're going to hear an interview that is going to, it will leave your jaw on the floor. I'm just telling you, so stay tuned for that. If we were to go to a map of the world right now, because what we're seeing here is unprecedented. It's not just Ukraine. Uh, I'm going to go from west to east, uh, just south of north, just south of the United States. We have Mexico. Guess what? Much of Mexico is involved in an ongoing armed conflict. It's it's doesn't make the news, not here, doesn't make the news, but it's horrible what's happening throughout Mexico and into Central America. And then you can skip down to South America. 
and much of South America is increasingly under conflict. And with more and more communist regimes and communist leaders taking shape, communism always leads, again, to violence. That's the history of communism. And it's, it's encroaching upon Chile as we speak. So South America is just about to see an explosion of conflict, armed conflict, war. Let's go to the largest continent, Africa. My gosh, I would say looking at this map, it's 70% of that continent is involved in some kind of war. Minor conflict, war, major conflict. Thousands of people are dying every year. I have some friends in Nigeria. I just spoke with them on the phone today in an international Bible study that I'm, I'm honored to facilitate. These guys are in Nigeria, and, we, were, and we, we had on our call also people from the Middle East, and we had on our call people from Bulgaria who are, are right now sending relief uh, supplies to Ukraine. But it's amazing. Everyone's talking about Ukraine. We occasionally talk about the Middle East. We know about the conflicts going on there. But these guys in Nigeria said, well, everyone forgets about us. We've got ongoing wars, ongoing violence throughout the entire continent, including, one of the brothers told me, 15 minutes from where we are right now. There's occasional war, death, destruction, 15 minutes away. Imagine your home, what's 15 minutes away? Can you imagine 15 minutes from your home, there's a war going on? That's what these guys are dealing with on a regular basis. Their ministry involves going into the jungles to reach the outcasts, who are generally speaking drug addicts and gang members. They reach them with the gospel of Jesus Christ. But Africa has been forgotten. And then you go through the Middle East. As I mentioned, lots of conflict, lots of war. Most of it's not even talked about. And then you get into Asia, and then finally, Southeast Asia, the map is filled with war. And along with war, rumors of war. Why do I say that? Because all you have to do is go to Mark chapter 13. Or we could go to uh, other chapters in the Bible that speak of the same thing. Matthew 24, Luke 21, where Jesus talks about the last days. You, you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Don't be alarmed. Those things must take place. But that is not yet the end. Nation will rise up against nation, kingdom against kingdom. By the way, it's interesting if you break down the word kingdom here, it's actually ethnos, which is not ethnicity. It's like eth ethnic wars, kingdom against kingdom, ethnicity against ethnicity. Aren't we seeing that today? Earthquakes in various places, famines, but these are only the beginning of the birth pangs. And Jesus, throughout this passage, basically is telling us, be alert, keep your head on the swivel, pay attention, pay attention to what's happening. Well, friends, you better be paying attention to what's happening right now, because in my lifetime, this is unprecedented. There is something unusual afoot. And I believe it has to do with the devil himself getting ready to be unleashed like never before. Maybe he knows, certainly, certainly he's read the end of the book. He knows his days are numbered. Maybe those days are shorter than we realize. 
But with all that said, let's go back to Ukraine. Again, it's hard to imagine what's happening there. Now, one could be very critical of the instability of the government in Ukraine. That's one thing. Uh, You could perhaps poke fun at the comedian president. That's another thing. But what you can't take lightly is the determination of the Ukrainian people. These people love their country. They are loyal to their country. And they support their president for such a time as this. And you're going to hear in this three-minute interview, uh, you're going to hear this young 28-year-old woman talk about regular people, just regular people, not military people, regular people standing in front of tanks, taking them on. You're going to hear about the Christians getting on their knees in front of tanks, praying for them to stop. You're going to hear this 28-year-old woman speak of her life, knowing that her life could end as quickly as a bomb coming down upon her. She knows that. And yet she has a peace that passes all understanding. You see, that's what Jesus provides, a peace that passes all understanding. For those of you who have, you're not just a religious Christian, you're a a Christian with a relationship with God. You know of that peace. I was searching for that peace. That's what led me to Jesus. A guy from a secular Jewish family. There was no peace in my life. A lot of reasons for that. I was afraid of death, did not want to die, did not certainly want to die the way my best friend died when I was 10 years old and I happened to see that accident. Its aftermath was horrible. That did something to me. And what it did was put a fear into my soul. And that fear was only taken away when I accepted Jesus as my Lord, Yeshua, the Messiah, as my Lord. And then I was filled with the peace that passed all understanding. That's my story. That's this young 28-year-old story as well. She's filled with the peace. I don't know her background. I don't know how she came to this place of serving Jesus in her country of Ukraine, especially during a war. She could have fled. She did not. She, she decided to stay, as you'll hear. Now, this is uh, an interview that was sent to me by a friend who's in a country that I can't name. Um, but he works with an organization called Youth with a Mission, as does this young lady. He sent me uh, this interview. It's edited, so you'll hear her speaking, and then she'll be speaking in sort of a disjointed manner. So it's, it's clips that have been edited together, if you will. But I think you're going to find it very moving, and I hope this clip is going to encourage you encourage you to reach out to some of the many wonderful organizations that are providing relief right now. I mean, real relief. And real relief that entails not just meeting physical needs, but meeting spiritual needs as well. So let's go ahead and listen to this interview. I think you're going to find it not just moving, but I'm hoping it will stir you to action. 
And maybe that action will be writing a check. Maybe it will be going to PayPal and sending a donation. Maybe really stretching yourself financially to help bring aid to a part of the world where you've never been and you probably never will go. But at the same time, I'm hoping this will stir you to get on your knees and pray. This young woman's name is Yulia. She's on the ground in Kiev working out of a YWAM, Youth with a Mission, base. Here we go. We're feeding people who defend us as well. There is no cars, nothing. Uh, all the shops closed. And uh, at some parts you can see destroyed buildings that were bombed. Um, like uh, civilian buildings. I saw yesterday we were driving in the city and I saw uh, burned cars on the road and uh, like after after fights. And uh, some of our drivers that are rescuing people, they, they see even more. They see shooting right beside them and they see uh, like bombs being shot like uh, very near from where they're driving before before war started i had i was anxious and i thought i will run but uh, when the day came we me and some other volunteers here we gathered together and we prayed and uh, we all got this deep sense of peace and even more than peace, like uh, readiness to go and to do something. So we decided to stay to help here. You have this kind of thought that, well, if, if it's the end, I'm fine. Because I know that it's not the end for us. Like we do have life, eternal life. So it's fine. And if we die like this, it's the best death could be like we're helping our nation we're helping our people so even on the base we don't have bomb shelter so if they bomb base we're gonna be all that so that's why we don't we don't receive refugees on the base no. because we can provide a safe place so the only people who stayed here is the one who ready to die if something happened we are hoping that ukraine win uh, Like 
like uh, supernatural. They don't understand how it's happening. So I believe that this is all those prayers of millions and millions of people that praying and interested in for us. So this is why I'm like, as, as like never before, I know that prayers are important and they have power and they do change uh, our reality. 28-year-old Yulia in Kiev. What, what a wonderful woman, a wonderful woman of faith. And she was talking about the miracles that are taking place, and she gave credit to the millions of people that are praying all over the world for those in Ukraine. And I'm reminded of a scripture. This is from the wonderful book of James, chapter 5. So this was a book in the New Testament written by the brother of Jesus, James, his brother, who says this, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. A prayer of a righteous person, when it is brought about, can accomplish much. Prayer accomplishes much for the righteous because their sins have been forgiven by the Lamb, the Lamb of God, God's only Son. There is salvation. There is hope in no other, my friends. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate your time. Let's make sure that we do pray about the situation in Ukraine. Let's pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who find themselves in crisis in conflict, in the middle of wars. I'm talking about the Middle East. I'm talking about in Mexico. I'm talking about Central America, South America, throughout the Middle East, on into Asia, Southeast Asia, and then throughout much of the continent of Africa. By the way, there are so many wonderful groups doing so much great work in Ukraine right now. Uh, I feel like I would be short-sheeting so many of these groups if I didn't name everybody. But uh, the group that certainly would be highlighted because of this piece would be the group Yulia works for, which is Youth with a Mission. They're online, ywam.org. They have a Slavic outreach. You can go to PayPal and actually send money directly to that particular operation. Their PayPal handle is YWAM Slavic Ministries. That's Y-W-A-M. Slavic Ministries, at YWAM Slavic Ministries. A lot of other great groups out there, but this is the one we're focusing on today due to that wonderful interview. Thank you very much, my friends, for joining me on this. Let's remain in prayer for our brothers and sisters throughout the world. Again, thanks for joining me. My name is Brian Sussman. This is episode 124.